Welcome to All Things Wolverines, a Wolverine sports podcast for the people, by the people. Enjoy expert analysis, entertaining discussion, and the pessimism of true Michigan fans. Get ready for All Things Wolverines. All right, well, here we are. It is hate week number one. Michigan State coming up on Saturday. But first, uh, Nate and I are going to talk about some things that broke today. Breaking news on all things Wolverines. As you guys come to us for your most trusted source of news. Uh, I hope you don't, actually. Please don't. Uh, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Brandon, Brandon's not here with us again this week. It's fall break here in the uh, city of Indianapolis. And so we've been in and out, kind of a late start to it this week, but that, I guess, worked in our favor certain uh, to a certain extent because this morning, action news broke that uh, the NCAA upset that they couldn't pin the cheeseburger on Jim yep. Harbaugh has uh, apparently been investigating the University of Michigan for stealing signs. I, 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 you know, to be honest with you, I was on the road this morning. I just got home uh, this evening. I've not had an opportunity really to read much about this, but this is America. We don't need information before we form opinions. But Nate, give me some information. <laughs> yeah, you, by my opinion. You ended it very well there. So first of all, Ross Dellinger, Dan Wetzel, reliable sources from Yahoo broke the broke the story. So kudos to them. But this is the third time since uh, the Lloyd Carr era that we've had a situation. The first time was too many practice time uh, practices. Practice oh, yeah, which alerted all of us that Rich Rodriguez was practicing too much. Um, that was the thing. <laughs> Which we uh, watched those teams, they were not practicing. <laughs> they about. definitely weren't doing defense, that's for sure. Um, but that was the first thing, and I, that's the first I'd ever heard of that, uh, which I thought was just like, a, well, that's seriously what we're doing right now. Uh, the second thing, as you said, committed prospects on campus, taken out for cheeseburgers, paid on a credit card from the school. Just a stupid decision, but at the end of the day, with everything else that's been transpiring in the history of collegiate athletics, it's a joke. Obviously, none of us took it seriously. And now the most recent accusation is that the NCAA has opened an investigation into Michigan over possible rule-breaking about in-person scouting of opponents. Um, what they are saying is essentially that you can have anyone watch a game that's paid on your staff, but during the season, as much as I understand it, which again, as Kyle said, we are in no, in no way a good source for legal news of any kind. Uh, but according to reports on the internet, uh, we have seen that they shared, you cannot have a uh, financially um, awarded person, so any staff person on, from the football team, at a stadium scouting an opponent that you're going to play later that year, which to me feels weird because that's called scouting. Um, but apparently it's been illegal since 95, um, since this is broke, uh, you know, players, JJ Watt, uh, Robert Griffin, the third, two all-time greats and college for sure. 
both were just like, I'm pretty sure this is just called scouting. So according to what's being reported right now, it's it's just a, a bit fickle. It's a bit strange. It's just very odd. First of all, the timing of this, because I was texting with you guys earlier that I just cannot recall the last time an investigation was happening the year of the like the situation that they're investigating, right? Everything you hear about, it's like, oh, back in 2018, the year that Louisville won the national championship or the year that LSU uh, went undefeated, there were impermissible benefits to X, Y, and Z. Um, and this thing breaks seven games into the year. And according to the report, more than one coach has shared that they believe that Coach Harbaugh's staff was stealing signals from their sideline. Um, that's the information that we've got so far. Ward Manuel has made a statement that says they're going to be compliant with the NCAA, which made me a little annoyed that he didn't affirm that they trust in the leadership of Harbaugh, but that they're just going to be compliant. There's nothing wrong with being compliant, but in the midst of a contract negotiation, your athletic director needs to double down and say, this is our guy. We trust in him. We believe that they do hold things to a high integrity. Um, and that's annoying. Harbaugh came out and was just like vehemently opposed to the accusations. Very surprised by it. Lawyer came out and said the same thing, which is what you hope for. As you said, Kyle, truth will come out eventually. Investigations will happen. The problem is the track record for the NCAA has yet to win a case. So, this is actual information that we have factual backing up of. So like, to me, it's such a joke that <laughs> this is even being a thing that uh, we're, we're here. So anyway, I don't know if that's clear. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's as much as we know right now. So yep. hearing that information, what do you think about this? What are your thoughts? What do you take away from that? Okay. So let's go worst case scenario first. Okay. Worst case scenario is this is true. And if it's true, my reaction is I don't care. I don't care. God, what a nothing burger, right? What what are we doing here? It, we're about to play a team this weekend whose coach had to be fired because he allegedly sexually harassed a woman who was brought in to train his team on how to not sexually harass people. Okay. And they apparently were like, well, you know, we thought about not playing the game, but I guess, you know, we were we were concerned about our players' safety and health, but I guess we'll go ahead and play it. Yeah, that was um, the other part of this. You're right. They um, often that the is, NCAA reached out to the Big Ten, and the Big yeah. Ten reached out to Michigan State. And you're right, Michigan State declared they had wondered if they should even play the game. Oh, should we? Oh my lord, That's should we? Crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is okay. Worst case scenarios is true. I don't care. Don't care. Don't <laughs> care. Okay. Best case scenario is that these are, are allegations that are made up by people that are just really upset that Michigan is really good again. And so, yeah, I don't, man, I don't care at all. God, I don't care. What a, uh, what a dumb, like, we're talking about an organization that investigated Bill Self for like three years about uh -huh. you know, all the wrongdoings at Kansas and came away with nothing. Mm -hmm. To me, the, the University of Michigan should just, at this point, kind of just tell the NCAA that they can go. Uh, yeah. I don't Anywhere else can, but Ann Arbor. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> because we don't care. Do not care. What, what, a, what a thing to be talking about 
I guess the, the I mean it's deeply annoying, you know, as a fan because now all the doofuses out there are gonna be like, oh yeah, that's why Michigan has won things, and it's like, yeah, that's that's what it was, our stealing signs, which like this isn't baseball. Yeah. I, I read that on the internet. Somebody had made that comment, right? Like, the, this isn't baseball. You know, yeah. this isn't Houston Astros. Like, don't these people change their call signs every week? Like, uh-huh. every, how long have we we've been watching football for like 30 years on television? Every time I see a coach on television, his mouth is covered with his little play sheet. Mm-hmm. And five there's five quarterbacks standing next to him all doing their little – like. Yeah. And even if even if you know you know like what what play is coming it's like you still have to defend it like yeah. which I don't even think that they do inherently know I don't know. I I <clears throat> and look at our schedule this year. Right. Which one of these teams did we really need to go scout like that intensely? Like <laughs> if anything if you paid attention to Michigan the last two or three seasons it's when we play these trash can teams we're like we don't care. Mm-hmm. Like how many games have been like 14 to, to three or like 10 to, to nothing at halftime because we're just like, yeah, we don't care. You know, yeah. like everything is about beating Ohio state. That's what the last it two is. years has been preparing to beat Ohio state. So like, and, he, and even then to your point, Kyle, like, it's not like we had two runs at the end of the game, both of which everyone knew we were going to run the ball. Yeah. And that's, as far as I know, I don't think any like advanced scouting can just prepare you to be like, well, they're going to be stupid and not have someone just waiting for the running back in the hole. They're going to blitz everyone and we're just going to have availability. I also don't think Cade Stover was scouted uh, to the point that Mikey Sainer still could come out of nowhere and swat the ball out of his hand in the end zone. These or, or, plays happened because we were better than them. Right, but you're right. right. It's going to be deeply annoying because it's going to give ammunition this is what the Patriots dealt with. This is what the Yankees dealt with. This is what Alabama has probably dealt with for 20 years, right? That there's a great website that, as you mentioned, Kyle, it's for the, it's for NFL, but it's called yourteamcheats.org or yourteamcheats.com. And it lists every scenario in which your team in the past X many years has cheated to advance their opportunity to win. And what's funny is every team is on an even playing field. Everyone's trying to advance it. I will fully admit to you, Urban Meyer is an extraordinary coach, X's and O's. I would love, if I was in someone else's shoes, I would absolutely double down and put shame on that team. But at the end of the day, I hated playing against him because they had superior athletes when 2015 happened, right? I mean, they had Zeke, Elliott, they had the Boses. They were loaded. Now that's us. And as you said, the shoe being on the other foot, now we are experiencing what those teams deal with. And I mentioned to you earlier, I'm from Indianapolis. I am a very bandwagon Colts fan. Um, When they're good, I'm there. When not, I'm just like, well, I'll enjoy someone else. Um, (laughs) So the Colts had the deflate gate game and they're the ones that blew it open for the, the Patriots. They got caught cheating. Now they were actually cheating, right? You can't deflate the ball. That's such a stupid thing. Anyway, the problem was they got caught and they had to deal with it at halftime. So when they got caught cheating, they had to just go back to the standard of football. So when they were cheating, the Patriots were only up by six at halftime against the Colts. The second half they played by the rules. They ended up winning by like 35 points against the Colts. 
the truth is this. The fact of the matter of us being punished because we're scouting too much, we're too aware of what's happening because our, our coaches are better than your coaches and our players are better than your players. As you said, I don't care. It puts us at a point that's just actually like, okay, we're here now. We are the kingmakers because we have made ourselves the king. We're taking a victory lap. The issue is I hope it doesn't distract Harbaugh. I'm not saying it will, but I am saying it could because of his time. I don't know what's going to be asked of him. I hope, as you said, they are just like, if they try to enforce something during this year, there is going to be a massive lawsuit that could potentially put the NCAA out of business if they do this. Because if you disrupt the flow of a billion a billion dollar business of college football, that's not going to work out too well for your nonprofit. So <laughs> the fact of the money of what comes in from the University of Michigan football program to the NCAA, I assume is a pretty big penny. And he is not a political person. He is a person that says we should send revenue to the college athletes. I don't think that's very NCAA savvy. You know what I mean? So they're losing money on this guy opening his mouth. And so who wants to shut him up? Probably a lot of people because he doesn't play by the rules. He's not in the the brotherhood and the make him feel good and all shucks and gee whiz guy. He is that person, but he's to that person with his boys. He's to that person with his coaches. He's to that person with his family. And that's all he owes to anyone. He doesn't owe it to the NCAA people. So anyway, it's stupid. I hope it is a nothing burger. But I also hope my my fear is, my greatest fear is that, um, yeah, if it is true, then that's stupid on us to even put ourselves in a position that that would break the rules because we didn't need it um, because we didn't play anybody. But also, if that's really what busts us, what a stupid thing that the NCAA is. What a stupid thing the NCAA is for scouting too much. What kind of a rule is that? I hope that it pisses them off and they just are coming out breathing fire for the rest yes. of this. That's that's my hope. But yeah, you're right. It it could be a distraction. That's not good. All right. Well, let's move that's, on. That's yeah, very much a <laughs> uh, a raw, you know, first take. Yeah. Uh, as we know that things will will probably come to light more or not. And yeah, that's that's where we'll be. Well, let's talk. Uh, about you know one of these behemoths that we really needed to scout it a lot uh, <laughs> from the Saturday, which is the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, Nate, what was your one big takeaway from this game? Absolutely. Well, t- well, tying in in great transition there, Kyle. But I, I want to tie in one more thing from our previous um, conversation to to this IU thing. Ryan Nanny from the Shutdown Forecast uh, that we know. Uh, Kyle and I listened to uh, tweeted out that man with this revelation about cheating from Michigan, IU could have easily gotten to eight points in this football game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cause it didn't happen on Saturday. Um, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I, the thing I did want to take away is like our transfers have all hit. Do you realize this is kind of wild? Um, I mean, everyone is a contributor on this team. It's not just anymore that if you stay, you'll be champions. If you transfer in, you will be a contributor. They they haven't wasted any transfer. I mean, Mike Hinton is a backup, but he's a, become a solid backup option for them. Um, Josiah Stewart is a solid tri- contributor on the defensive end rotation. Mike Nugent and Ladarius Henderson are starters on a team that are going to be probably not the Joe Moore Award winners this year because a three-peat feels ridiculous. However, they would be in the conversation. Um, you've got 
Jack Tuttle in a position that, quite frankly, going into the year, yes, if J.J. McCarthy gets hurt, please the help, help that continue not to be a thing. But if someone has to fill in for a quarter, we didn't really feel confident after the first three games, right, that there was anyone to fill that void. Now I fully feel like Jack Tuttle is a very competent backup quarterback that would probably start on all the Big Ten West schools uh, for sure, right? That's not even a hot take. That's just a fact. Um, and that's so sad. But he's a, he's a good quarterback, and I trust him to run the offense. Uh, Houseman, Ernest Houseman, might be the second best after this game. Um, might be the second best linebacker that we have, I think, um, just athletically. Um, you've got Josh Wallace, who's easily the number two cornerback. Um, he is number two with a bullet behind um, Will Johnson. And then the guy I want to highlight, the number one official linebacker, blocking tight end, IU king of the transfer portal, IU king, A.J. Barner, is going to get drafted in the NFL draft next year because – of how he's been coached up at the University of Michigan and how poorly he was used at IU. IU has a really good defensive system. I hope Tom Holland stays forever because I don't want him to be a defensive coordinator anywhere else. But A.J. Barner, man, just so proud of him, so grateful for him, and the fact that he got a you know, solid reception and he just continues to kill blocking is just so fun to watch. So anyway, um, my big takeaway is that every transfer we have is a contributor and that's, you can't say that about a lot of places. So man, if you're thinking about coming, if you get contacted or you get a conversation once you enter the portal, that'd be huge. We'd love to have you. Um, you're going to play on this team. So anyway, that's my big takeaway. What did you think, Kyle? Yeah, I think, um, I hope that you're not advocating for any kind of illegal tampering, Nate. Uh, At this point, let's just go all in. Let's go crazy. <laughs> let's go full SEC. Let's go full. Yeah, let's go full SEC. Let's Truthfully. do it. Yeah, Love why it. not? They get away with it. Why can't we? If kids benefit from it and we win, I'm all in. Um, yeah, I, I, my, my big takeaway is just that um, it was good for them to face a little bit of adversity. You mm. know, they, they came out in that first quarter, and it was it was probably the worst quarter i've seen from them i uh, certainly all season i mean that that uh, yeah. and I, I say that maybe with a grain of salt considering that i i really only half paid attention to the bowling green game and, and that wasn't a great game but uh probably the worst they'd looked all year and for them to to kind of turn on the switch right and to yeah. maybe throw the trash can drum beat and then uh, got in there and, <laughs> yeah and, uh, yeah I, I, it was good for them because i remember in 2021 the first quarter that we played against penn state was awful mm -hmm. we're really lucky it was it was a weird one because we were on one hand very lucky to not be down like 21 to nothing but also because it's james franklin we should have been winning at the end of that <laughs> first quarter as well right because he i mean penn state had like three just bull crap like third and long fourth and long conversions mm -hmm. but then he also did the fake field goal that he they fumbled and you know anyway was this like, last year that was 2021 that was 2021. We were, sorry, yeah. we at, oh, at their place yeah yeah i remember that so it's like you know you, you're gonna have those moments uh that you need to draw on you know like having experienced some adversity getting through it and with as, as cupcake of a schedule as we've had uh, this season, you know, 
it was it was good to face that. And I was glad that not only did they respond well, but they responded by scoring on eight straight possessions. Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel good. I feel like they're in a good place. And I'm sure those those kids are, yeah, they're, they're – it's like you said at the beginning of the season, right, how like Kirby Smart has to tell his number one ranked team, like, no one believes in you. Yeah. Crap like like this, like what we're experiencing today, is is very easy for the coaches to look at all those kids and be like, no one believes in you now, right? Like yeah. they they think that you're only winning because of this made up stuff. And so again, I just I hope that they come out and and they just want to smash things and they want to and they want to just beat opponents by five touchdowns. So <laughs> that's that's that was my takeaway from Saturday. It was good to get some adversity. And uh, yeah, so we covering the the Harbaugh stuff. We don't need to go pessimistic. We all know the first quarter was trash. That's yeah. that was all of our pessimism. No one ever thought we were going to lose this game. So overanalyze for us, Nate. What did you see on Saturday that that really stuck out to you? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be brief on this point. I, I think for me, the overanalysis is just essentially, um. Like when I when I watch the offensive line protection, right? I mean, that's what we're looking at. Is JJ took some shots again, man? Um, and I do want to I do want to confess, you know, the guy I said to look out for is exactly the guy that I think is the best player, hands down, that we've seen so far in seven games. Aaron Casey, uh, linebacker, that kid was in the right place at the right time every single possession. Um, I just was really impressed by him, and if he wants to come here next year after Michael Barrett leaves, I wouldn't be upset about that. Um, so yeah, I just thought there, there still needs to be some communication pieces. I also think though, at the end of the day, sometimes you just tip your hat and say, great coaching. We haven't seen that on film. And yeah, I think if we did cheat, they probably would have set up an, a, a, a opportunity to block those guys. So I would say that is affirming that we didn't, uh, scout too much because he took some unnecessary shots. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's just still some things they need to flush out up front. I think more reps that we get over the next two weeks against Michigan State and Purdue will continue to get there. But there's just sometimes in football, like in baseball, you get a pitcher that's just unhittable. You get in the playoffs with basketball and March Madness, if you get against a kid like a D Wade, what he did with Marquette, where you're just like, well, okay, <laughs> he's going to hit every shot. That's the way I kind of felt about some of their blitz schemes that we had not seen. And Aaron Casey is the perfect person for that position. So um, tip of the cap there. I just think JJ hopefully will watch that film and uh, see what he needs to see to move forward. So that was my over analysis. It's not much, I guess. It's just more of the same of he's the key to this season. So when he takes a hit, it uh, all of us feel it, right? So um, we don't want him to get extra hits at all. So that's that's my uh, that's my thought. What 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 did you see? What were some of your takeaways? I think uh, what stands out to me. Almost a week later, uh, thinking about that that trick play, you know, it's it's good for young guys like Keon Sab to you know have to to face some trickeration. That was a well drawn up play by IU. The kid McCauley, right? Isn't that his name? Who threw yeah. it? I've actually seen time. Great ball. Yeah. At quarterback, I think was it two years ago? I think it was two years ago when they were playing at Michigan. Uh, he he was maybe their starter actually against us because everyone was hurt. 
Um, but anyway, I just think it's fresh. It's obviously frustrating in the moment to go down seven to nothing to IU. That feels like a loss in itself, but to, to, and Michael Barrett, you know, watching the film, you know, Michael Barrett like points and says something to him. And then I think after the play was over, Michael Barrett was like, Hey man, like, what you know, what was that? I told you to go cover this and he didn't. And that's okay. Especially when the game ends up being 52 to seven, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but it, you know, it's good because you're going to, you're going to get that trickeration. You're going to get those, uh, those plays, whether that's Penn state, whether that's Ohio state probably doesn't need to rely on it as much, but like of, okay, I need to not just cover grass. I don't just need to cover like, like, have inertia move me in the direction of where I think people are going, but it's like, no, I have a man or I have this area that I have to cover. I have to make sure. And that's where I need to be. So anyway, that's, that was my thought. Well, nice. let, let's talk about uh, Michigan state. It's, it's, we're, it's a weird, weird point. A lot of weird things, right? Oh not gosh. just today, not just their own. So much has happened. All the issues that they have with their university um you also have though like the the fact that so last year you have the tunnel incident right Mm -hmm. which of course fans blame the tunnel for that how dare the tunnel jump our michigan players and cause that to happen (laughs) but i do i do want to take a moment and and say like i think the basketball game last year after the shooting on campus got it right and yeah. that you know we need to take a step back and think okay i do not like michigan state i want them to lose that that's a given but it's, it's a game at the end of the day and rivalries are supposed to be fun and you're allowed to hate uh, in, in, a, in a fun way but let's not lie to ourselves right this is just a game these are kids playing a game this is not life or death with all the things that are happening in the world, like let's, let's have some perspective, right? That That's just my little PSA. Let's have some perspective. But with that being said, Nate, what, what, what do you see for this weekend for this Saturday? Yeah, that's a good preface. I, um, yeah, man, recapping just the past calendar year between the schools and everything that's transpired. It's pretty wild. Um, that listen, they are, they're going to have to restart and refresh everything as a program. We've been there. We can understand it. We not, not in the specific way, but having to completely restart, it sucks. And so they're, they're feeling that uh, they clearly have issues beyond the football program up top that they're going to be having to redeal with as well as a, as a university. Um, so this should be over very quickly. Um I think they have a few guys, none worth mentioning, which is really not even trying to be mean. I just haven't seen it uh, from them. So it's going to be a weird night, though. I don't know what the weather is going to be. I know it was a bit rainy in the Midwest last weekend. I don't know what it's going to be this weekend. It shouldn't matter. My hope is that there's not going to be anything over the top with fights. There's always chippiness. But that's always because there's both competitive teams. Um, one team is clearly out of it. Um, I know Rutgers came back and beat them. I had to have like an 18-point comeback to win. But really, they outplayed them. I mean, it was kind of like what you said with Penn State game. That's how Rutgers was, really. They outplayed Michigan State, but somehow were down. 
So I just think it's not a good team, man. Um, they made some real dumb calls. They don't really have a head coach. D'Antonio's there, but it's a shell of who he is. Really, when you see him, he's not really – he's advising. He's not coaching. Um, and they just don't have the players. They don't have the people. So I think it's going to be a blowout. I'm, it's not even in me to, like, get into it today just because of everything that's happened with the news. It's just like, I don't know. This game is just – I hope people aren't stupid. That's really my hope is, like, it's not – people aren't being stupid. Um, players, coaches, or, or fans. Um, you should be able to take your child to an in-state rival game and not worry about your 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 life <laughs> or your kids hearing things or being told things that are just very hate-filled. It's a rivalry. It's two colleges that are good universities, have a great history together, and are in the state of the great state of Michigan. Right? That's this is we grew up watching this rivalry. It's always a good game, uh, but this is not going to be one of them. I think we'll win. Um, but I think we'll win like 45 to to 10. I think they'll they'll try very, very hard to score. I think we'll hit the gas, but I just don't know with everything that's going on how long they'll keep their starters. And again, JJ has only played 21 quarters this year. So I mean, <laughs> you think about that, he hasn't played as much. So that's my that's my prediction. What do you think, Kyle? Yeah, I think <clears throat> it'll be hard fought. It'll be I'll be very annoyed. Because <laughs> I feel just like I said last year, like we should blow the doors off them. This should not be a game, um, but it's a rivalry game. This is their Super Bowl, even more so this year than any other year, right? Because literally they have nothing else to play for. Um, I think it'll be closer. I think it'll end up still being maybe like thirty-five, maybe thirty-five to to fourteen, but it'll it, it won't get there until maybe the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, so I, I think, yeah, I, I, again, I plan on being annoyed for at least half the night. So okay. it'll, I think it'll be tough. I get what you're saying though, because <clears throat> yeah, they, they don't have much in, in the, uh, skill department. Uh, but, but again, like all credit to those kids for playing tough. Uh, I, I think they're still trying and they're, they're still like fighting and, and, and good for them. And like you said, don't be dumb. Just don't be dumb. Right, be a human Ooh. being. Don't say nasty things to other people. Don't don't throw things. Don't start fights. Just you know, you yeah. you can hate the other team if you want to, and that's perfectly fine. But don't just just be a human to other people. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, well, um, real quick, we got to get this in because we're we're running really low on time. Nate, ATW award for player of the week last week. Yeah, last week it's easy. Uh, Max Bredesen, best fullback we've had in a long time. He's up there with Khalid Hill for me and uh, Siani Huma, but he's a much better version of those guys. So that's Great. that's who I picked. How about you? What was your big what was your bone big, bone of the week? Big mistake, big mistake. You already mentioned uh, Sparty gave up just three awful touchdowns to to Rutgers in the fourth quarter. Just complete meltdown. Uh, yeah, not good. So anyway, three touchdowns are Rutgers in one quarter. Got to be a record. Oh, they probably scouted too much, though. That's probably why it happened. Anyway, all right. Go Blue this week. Enjoy. Uh, We'll see you guys next week uh, to break down what happens on Saturday.